welcome to the On Topic podcast, <laughs> episode number sixteen. The enthusiasm, then I felt you didn't have it. Go, <laughs> uh, John's here again. Uh, in spite of everything, and what it's the podcast that you know and love, where we take a topic each episode and uh, dissect it for the entirety of that episode. Yes, yes, uh, yes. With no prejudice whatsoever. <laughs> uh, John, what are we talking about today? We are cooking. We are cooking. We are talking. Cooking about... on gas. <laughs> We're talking about cooking slash food. Yeah. Yeah. Cooking's going to be the title, but really we're going to talk about food. Well, life. that's only because you got hand cook, and glove, so aren't they? Very limited. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not a great cook. Um, cooking then. Cooking, cooking, cooking. One of your hobbies. <laughs> People always say that, but it, but it's just to live. And I really no, it isn't. <laughs> you can have a slice of bread to live. Yeah, but I like I I I'm a picky bastard. So the best way of being really picky is to just do it <laughs> better than you like... can make something to eat in five minutes. So right. if you spend more than double that, it's yeah. for hobbyist reasons. <laughs> it's not. Though. It is though. <laughs> I dis I disagree. I I just think you're kind of um, all right. I'll finish this with <laughs> a very quick cross examination. Go do you it. make your own bread? Not really. No. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I've got a bread maker. I'm not one of those. No, no, no. Because I remember that discussion. See, I think because that... of bre- you can get a loaf of sliced bread for a quid. Yeah, but you can just turn the bread maker on it. It costs fifty p. Well, actually, now with electricity, it'll be twenty eight pounds. I think that's I think that's hobbyist level. I make my own muffin. I make my own muffins. I'm a muffin maker. Make my own English muffins. I do do that. That is true. Can't believe you're disputing that it's a hobbit hobby. (laughs) Because because I'm not like a member of a group of of anything like that. See, I don't. The sound do it to pass the time. Uh... Out of interest and out of enjoyment. Well, I think that's literally the definition. Well, one of my points is, right, I can cook because for two reasons. The reason I, I kind of force myself to, to cook is, is uh, <laughs> one of them is football. So I can cook because of football, because my I've got um, two sisters and two brothers and five o'clock at our house on a Saturday would be the BBC doing the ticker tape um, mm. results that. I can't even... Do you remember everyone used to do the voice? With Barbajalbian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Liverpool, nil. Yeah. But that, my 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 brothers and sisters would be literally sitting down staring at it. Yeah. And if you're not into football, it was like, that is the weirdest thing. And my dad would be cooking in the kitchen. Normally, my dad cooks on a Saturday and normally cook a curry or something. There's seven of us. So we'd do like a tandoori chicken or like a vegetable curry or something. So... My job, so I instead of watching that piss on the TV, I'd go in the kitchen and help my dad. So I'd like pull skin off chickens, cut up chickens, make yeah. a sauce, whatever. It was literally just to do anything more entertaining than. So your dad likes cooking. Yeah, his is the same though. He's a really picky bastard. You, you could make my dad. That's interesting though, isn't it? This is a sort of a role modelly thing, there, isn't there? Yeah, definitely, definitely is that. Is that. Um, yeah, you, 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 you just, um, I, I kind of learned from my dad. Yeah, we, supposedly, rumour has it when he met my mum, she couldn't cook at all. She's from Wigan in, 
um, my, her mum worked um, at the top of the colliery. She used to be a, what they call them, a colliery maid. So right. they used to work on the screens at the top of the coal mine and sort the coal into the sizes and get rid of stones and stuff like that. Okay. So she did that. She worked in Wigan. She worked at the top of the mine. Um, and she couldn't, she was like you. <laughs> Food was about sustainability. You'd like get home to four boiled potatoes and a boiled piece of beef and then eat that. And then that was just the energy to carry on with your day. Um, and so she couldn't cook. Um, my dad's mum couldn't cook. And my, my dad was always terrified she'd kill us when we were, she was babysitting. He would force us to promise not to eat anything she made in case she inadvertently, yeah. no malice, killed us. Yeah. So he taught Could himself happen. to cook and then he taught my mum to cook when they when they got married. Right. He... he, he my mum told a story the other week when we went to come visit her because they, they divorced in 1988. And he said, she said, sometimes dad had come home from work and she'd been, my mum said, I'd be making dinner all day. He'd come, come in, sit down, he'd start eating. And then he'd get up without saying a word, go eat garden and just toss it on the lawn for birds and just said, I'm not eating that. And I kind of stifle the laugh like that's like dreadful. It's like gaslighting someone, but not because you're doing it really properly. Like this is shit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's tricky. It's a very honest family. (laughs) I'm not eating that. Although there's a little clue in that whole story: the word divorce. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's true well yeah 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 i totally my mum's religious my dad's not that kind of was the i think that was i there. think you have hit on the central key element of people that can and can't cook though right. someone has shown you how to do it uh yeah yeah so I, my mum dad worked full time yeah and that isn't an excuse in a way uh-huh. uh but yeah by the time they got home we'd already been home if the tea had to suddenly appear quite quick yeah, uh, and so yeah, they were just warming. St- you know, it's just warming stuff up. Really, was our, our child was, you know, warming things up in the oven. Really, you know. Uh, but the discussion on the football uh, cooking um, thing came up the other week because m- my brother was having uh, a f- basically like a set two with my mum about the fact that nobody ever t- taught him how to cook. Right, he's two years older than me. Mm. No, no, no one ever taught him how to cook. But the fact is, he didn't ask. Like for the same reasons. My wife is absolutely lovely. She could not give, give less of a shit about cooking. If I was to say to her, uh, I make it a holiday sauce, because that is really one of the most difficult things you can do. Say I was doing it, and I went, do you want to learn how to do it? She would, without taking a breath, say, no, I fucking don't, yeah. and walk off. She wouldn't care if for, for a millisecond how yeah. to do it. Well, you can just get a jar of dal meal, can't you? Well, that, that's exactly her point. When we when we met, she made dinner uh, after you know, she had she lived in the student digs, and uh, she made me dinner, and it was uh, that pesto stirring pesto. And the next time she made dal mio, uh, she she cooked some pasta, overcooked it really badly, then poured over dal mio with no meat or anything, stirred it through so it's heated up, and then served it. And I mean, the indigestion from un, basically uncooked tomatoes is incredible. But because you're <laughs> because I've only just started dating her, I am not telling her this. Yeah, shit. I'm just... no, yeah, it's not enough to just have someone in your life that can cook. You have to also want to, and that's your brother complaining at any time. He could have shown an interest. Exactly. The and if exactly you think about it the other point. way, if they'd have dragged him into the kitchen to He'd show him it. something, how would that have gone down? You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's it's exactly having someone who can cook and a little desire 
some half interest in it as well i think yeah absolutely yeah and then what really the second part of my cooking thing is that i have i i, I was diagnosed with ibs irritable bowel syndrome in about 1999 and so uh and cooking from scratch was the only way to avoid certain preservatives and so mm. they put dextrose in lots of things and that makes me quite sick which does mean going back to our parties episode it's why i don't eat buffets because generally something in the buffet is very likely to make me shit water so i just go i'm full and don't yeah. eat anything like that because i just can't eat a, like a shitty sausage roll. i'm sort of training my body to withstand that <laughs> like i try to eat try to eat out of date food oh that's fine things with a lot of it. chemicals in no, that will do building it. up quite a su- supreme a tolerance now yeah but you could actually be preserving yourself from the inside out as well yeah you might <laughs> you could die and they bury you and then they have to exhume your body for some reason and they're like fucking look at this he's pristine so because no one in my life sort of saw cooking as anything other than warming up things mm-hmm. or going out for someone else to do it properly so I don't think I was aware that cooking was really a thing until I was about 9, 10, 11. And then I saw TV masterpiece that was Ready, Steady, Cook. <laughs> did you ever see it? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the lack of channels, you would just watch it. It was, uh, it was like five, four, 4 o'clock something, was it? 4 or 5 o'clock BBC half four, Yeah. And you were hungry anyway at that point. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great format. Although looking back now at it, it was a bit suspicious because it, their format was someone could bring a carrier bag with five or six items mm-hmm. and this genius chef would whip something up with those five, six items. But looking back now, they'd be the exact five, six items required Maybe. for that specific dish that they wanted the chef and to make anyway. And there was anyway. lots of things that seemingly don't count and just exist. There's behind the them there was every single ingredient yeah. down to man. So if they if they had a tomato and one onion, somehow you're getting ragu out of that because behind you you've got oregano, um some uh garlic, blah blah. And and but that that rolls into when I hear somebody try and cost out a meal, it relies on you already owning spices or herbs. It, it yeah. must do because they always say, "Oh, it's one pound a portion." No, it fucking isn't. Oh yeah, that was the thing. It was a fiver or something, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it would cost you twenty five quid. But then they go, they go, "All right, what's in your carrier bag, Jeff?" This is Jeff from Sweden. Mm. Uh, hi, hi, Jeff. Yeah, what have you got in your bag? Uh, a leg of lamb, <laughs> yeah. a, a can of sweet corn, and uh, a rather large aubergine. And uh, links Africa. <laughs> and then, and then the chef would go, and, and they go, right. So, what are you going to do? He goes, well, I'm going to do um, lemon chicken. <laughs> and what about all these? Don't worry about them. We've got everything we need back here. This is pure <laughs> nonsense. And I liked the voting format as well because you've got an entire studio audience there, look like three hundred people or something, and you've got the red, red tomato, <laughs> green pepper. Do you remember yes. that was the voting yes, system? They haven't that tasted it. Which one's best? Everyone holds up your cards. Uh, what to look at? Or, <laughs> did I enjoy being made the most? It's like potpourri. Which one's the best potpourri? I can't smell it. It doesn't matter. Just go on what you think. Which uh, of one. these <laughs> bottles of perfume probably smells best? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I re- really liked that. I really liked that pro- sort of program a bit as a kid. But looking back now, it was just n- nonsense. Ainsley Harriet as well. 
I don't remember many people attempting to subvert the form, but the only person I do remember is somebody we were talking about the other day, which I know Ralph Little turned up with a carrier bag of biscuits. And I do remember that. He had like four packs of jammy dodgers or something. Like a celebrity special. Yeah, and the, whoever it was was cooking for him was actually like, you're a prick. Like, really. They oh, not happy. His, yeah, it was that moment of... Oh, I thought <laughs> he might have been in on it and he might have like used it to make a crumble or something. Oh, you're proper funny, dickhead. Like, right. because... The idea, as you say, is ludicrous. Once you zone in on it, it's totally fucking stupid. But if somebody gives you five packs of biscuits, you are fucked. There's nothing you can do with that. Lovely crumble. I remember, this is how little my wife knows about cooking. Uh, We had the whole family coming to ours on Christmas Day. And we were going to put some... uh, In the evening, because we were all going out for dinner on Christmas Day. And we went out, uh, and they were coming back to ours in the evening. And I came down to the kitchen uh it was about nine o'clock in the morning and she was going to put the bread on and she was crying and i said well well, it's okay whatever it is we'll sort it and she was like no 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 it's not possible we haven't got any flour so i can't make any bread so everyone comes back two hours later we haven't got any bread and i said well it's, it's okay there's like the spas open and she was like well they're not gonna have flour are they and i went no okay let me just let me just think all right and i opened the cupboard there was a big bag of plain flour and i went I don't understand. The flour was there. And she went, it's not bread flour. And I went, no, no, that's the same thing. And she went, what? What do you mean? Um, just use that instead. Will that work? No, I mean, that that, that will make that will make an apple crumble. If you put that's that how you bread. make bananas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so bless her. And then when, it, when the bread came out later, she was like, what the fuck is this all about then? Yeah. Uh, it's just very funny. Just saying, no, no, bread flour is just, just ground more. <laughs> That's all it is. Uh, yes, my darling wife. Did you, uh, do you, uh, speaking of Raisley Cook and that, do you watch cooking shows? Very, Is, very, is there any that rare. you do actually think are quite good shows? Because like, uh, like oh. Saturday Kitchen, that Saturday Kitchen, I, I, I don't know how anyone could humanly watch that. Like, I can't watch Sunday brunch. I, I, yeah, same I, sort I, of thing, I, isn't I, it? I can't. That Tim, I fucking hell, he's annoying. But it's literally like just sit, standing in someone's back garden looking through their window. Yeah, it is weird. It's to some yeah. people talking and making breakfast and stuff. I don't. The only, <laughs> but are there any that you do like? Yeah, but this is really going to be his middle class bollocks. I think for me. <laughs> Rick Stein is mm. who I can watch because he did like the old ones. Yeah, he did the South, uh, the Asian Odyssey, where he goes Vietnam, uh, Cambodia, Thailand, and, and they're all places we've been. Then he did an Indian one where he travels around India and have been there as well. And the I've seen of loads of clips he... of him in France as well. Yeah, and the type of food he cooks is the kind of food that I quite like. I mean, he's mad about seafood. Um, and we used to. Uh, I can't remember what was on afterwards. Maybe it was, I've got a feeling it might have been The Apprentice on BBC Two, which I stopped watching ages ago as well. Because, I mean, that's mad. <laughs> we've got, fifth, went we've a got, bit we've got reality, 15 dickheads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it went a bit reality TV. I can't it? stand it. Well, they were just, just basically getting everyone to twat. But I think we always caught the last five minutes of Nigella, who I think is the worst person. She, like, it's shit program. The things she makes are insane nobody would want that i like um, her vocab though yeah 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 I, I love the idea of uh calling it a micro wave when it came That's out class. afterwards 
you know when Kate she had to go into therapy and stuff because she was on cocaine and people were like oh my god I can't believe it you can't believe that not cocaine <laughs> we watched it and she said um she used to do this last bit it was always her sneaking downstairs in her episode does cocaine shows. make you really randy I don't know. I don't <laughs> maybe. Because that's the impression she got gave out to me that she's just absolutely gagging for it. <laughs> but she used to do this thing. So the last bit, because we only ever caught the last bit, was her sort of sneaking down in the middle of the night to make herself a cheeky little midnight snack. Right. And she said, um, and the cheese voice, on the... toast, isn't it? Every time. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's cheese on toast. You're eating a pot noodle, or you're yeah. just going to eat some yeah. cold chicken off a plate are you, with your fingers. That's what's really going to happen. Yeah. But Nigella. She goes into her pantry. She went into her pantry. And she went. <laughs> she said, "I know what you're thinking. What are you going to do with those leftover globe artichokes?" And that <laughs> became a joke in her house because I went, "No." <laughs> and my wife went, "What?" And I went, "I know what to do with those leftover globe artichokes." <laughs> and because it's like she was in on it, she went, "She went, oh, good. What is it?" And I said, "Get down." Nigella's going to show us what to do with them. Like, if I opened the pantry I haven't got, mm. and there's two clay marches, I'd think, who the fuck put them there? I wouldn't think, ah. Oh, it's it's amazing up. that she knew what you were thinking now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you're thinking, what are we going to do with those leftover clay marches? It's not I ending like this, is it? <laughs> we're, not, never... we're not ending this episode now, are they? How long's <laughs> left? Because if she doesn't tell us... What she's going to do with those globe artichokes. Maybe they'll tell us next week. Ring around all your friends. I missed it. Could you? Did you record it? What? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Hashtag Nigella. What the heck <laughs> happened with the... Every time you open the pantry to see the two globe artichokes, it's just... Memory! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does seem a bit mad. Is oh, there, oh, so... So you like the like you like the old ones or the more authentic sort of I like that and I cooking the... ones. But what about <laughs> actual like celebrity cooks? Like, is there any that you? What about Gordon Ramsay and all his swearing in that? Do you like it? Um, I I always like. I, I quite I think... liked that Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, the one at first, one but more more of a, from a business side of things. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is you would, I I quite like, but it's like. I don't understand how these things carry on to like ten series. Like one, you've got I've got the yeah. gist of it, and I'm like I'm out. Like, yeah. If if they go gorgeous coming, nobody goes. That must mean we've got a brilliant restaurant. <laughs> and you're like <laughs> that must mean we're a fucking bellends. That can be the only. You've got to have some. Little... coming. Go around the back of the freezer and take shits, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just seen, gonna he, seen out... his program. He seems to really uh, like that. I'm just going to throw out this gone off uh, fish. No, no, don't just put it. Leave it there. Yeah, leave. <laughs> Actually, is that fish a year out. old? Put it, put it round about. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's it. You need. It's you better when they ring up like the runner or whoever the show producer, and they're like, oh, "We just wondered if Gordon Ramsay come and see our uh, restaurant. Is it is it shit? It's, it's quite shit. Are you um, deluded? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Have you got quite, no are you self- quite aggressive? <laughs> quite aggressive. How self-aware are you? Which me? <laughs> How sexy would you say you are? It's fucking gorgeous. Oh, okay. And why do you not think people are eating at your restaurant? They're all fucking idiots. Excellent. He's coming on Monday. <laughs> I mean, it's again odd when you dissect it because sort of the worse they were, the more money they got thrown at them. <laughs> yeah, in a yeah, way. Yeah. Although I do I do genuinely believe. There's more restaurants like that than people realise. Oh, these, these aren't the one in a million restaurants. <laughs> I think there's loads of restaurants like that for loads of reasons as well. Like 
just because a restaurant's successful, it's often not to do with how good the food is as well. No, sometimes it's we've talked about this. As sometimes well. if you just get the theme right, the ambient, you know, the style, or if there's no other steakhouses in 10 mile radius, or if you've got there's a real thing, especially in rural areas. <clears throat> we if you've got like if you've got an Indian restaurant and you go, bloody hell, it's packed. You need to check the why. And if the why yeah. is there is another Indian restaurant 30 miles, don't go there. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it, it may or may be, not be good. It will be bad, like relative to anything else. Um, I'm just trying to think about cooking stuff. Uh, yeah, have you got any favourites? Do you like watching? Because you obviously don't like making the food. <laughs> uh, I thought Jamie was good. When he first started, I now. Oh, I loved it. it. Again, not. not interested in the cooking, but the whole that the way they made that original set of programs was just class. Oh, and the super other infectious, like... super interesting. Got a vibe, a tone right. He would even uh, say like, "This doesn't really matter. Just chuck that in if you want. You don't need to." And all that. My hero uh, when it first died because he kind of came out of a similar. I think they both worked at the River Cafe actually. Um, Jamie Oliver and the person I'm going to say, which is uh, Hugh Fernie Wittingstall. When he oh first yeah, died, they, they do have a country. connection, don't they? Yeah. I went Escape to the Country first came out when he moved from London to Somerset. Um, he, he, he cooks things that I still, but he cooks things in those programs that I still do now, where I'm like, oh, we've got this, this, and this. You can make that. Yeah, Hugh. I just yeah, like he's seen, he seems a nice bloke. Yeah. He just, uh, there's a, he did a um, documentary called Chicken Out sometime after that uh, about eating factory farm chicken. And I think it kind of totally, changed everything we ever did so i'd never yeah. buy battery farmed eggs now anyway. yeah yeah i like those ones actually i find ones like that interesting and the other ones like, i don't mind although i don't think anyone's got the balance right for years is the ones that are travel like 60 percent travel 40 percent food sort of yeah. thing like the the fat bikers yeah bikers yeah the bikers. earlier stuff of theirs yeah, you got to see actually some quite interesting places in and amongst it because and they made stuff that i'd never even heard of like um at the time, I'd never heard of a lardy cake. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw yeah. it, I thought, that looks fucking delicious. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I quite like it. And that. oftentimes, they were sort of, obviously, they were sort of gambling. Yeah. They were sort of gambling. They want 100% sure it was come out right. And that sort of was a bit more interesting than this is something I know is amazing. Do you have recipe books? you're not going to make it to watch me anyway. Do you no. own recipe <laughs> What What the... I was wondering what the fuck you'd do with them. See, I quite like, but that's a, it's a different question whether I like their books, but don't like them. So like Rick Stein yeah. is, actually, is actually nearly impossible because his books are, the ingredient list would cost you 50 quid, like, because we don't live near an Indian. Um, Some of the ones I've seen, are they're really scientific. Oh, like the, the way where they've got the full listings of how many grams of every single thing you can need right at the top. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Fuck off. No, you do need to do that. When, before you know what you're Fuck doing, off. you have to do that. Um, my wife bakes like you're talking now. <laughs> she just goes, I don't know why it fucked up. And then you go, what did you do? <laughs> That's different. She goes, that is different. That. Didn't baking, follow that. Baking is a science. Um, I, yeah, I could do that as well. But Nigel Slater, I, I think his cookbooks are brilliant. Mm. I cannot stand watching him on the TV. Yeah. He does this thing where he goes, well, you know, the which everybody talks about. If you're looking for a recipe online, one of the worst things you can do is have have three A4 sheets of how this came from your grandma and she always raised goats and goats are really, really popular. This is a fucking apple crumble recipe. Just get on with it. Mm. I don't give a shit about the backstory. And Nigel did it straight down the camera. 
So he'd go, I'm going to make a sausage sandwich. And this really lecherous tone as well. I'm going to make a sausage sandwich now. And sausage sandwiches always remind me of my granddad. My granddad was in the first world. Shut up, Nigel. It's a sausage sandwich, you fucking dickhead. Yeah. Get on with it. Um, yeah, so I can bear his, his books are really good. He's a nice. I mean, I think I could make a sausage sandwich. <laughs> Don't push it. I've got, I've got an idea. <laughs> unless, unless you're telling me you literally made the sausages. Yeah, that, that's not what I'd be interested in <laughs> either. Um, one of those barbecue things. Yeah, right, barbecue. Yeah, but we have talked about barbecues in the past. So very quickly, really? in a nutshell, why do you hate barbecues, John? What's your problem? I, it, it's many layers. I hate men who claim they 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 cook four barbecues a year. Right, and that is and that's all they cook ever. That's it ever. Yeah, it's a bizarre thing, isn't it? To that take is it weird. Cook, and cook. and everything their other half does doesn't fucking count. They cook every fucking day doing dinners, like yeah. every fucking day. And then they're like, "Oh, I love something special this weekend. <laughs> I'm making dinner." Well, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, get a it parade is, going. It's bizarre as well because it's because there's way more variables in terms of the heat. And things yeah. like that, and you're dealing with meat, which is something to be considered. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's it's like it's like your wife plays pool. That's in the billiard game mm-hmm. all week, but when it comes to a match of snooker against Stephen Hendry, <laughs> <laughs> the husband comes out who doesn't never plays any cue sports, but yeah. one one Saturday every year, yeah, he's in task with beating Stephen Hendry on a snooker table. <laughs> Some men do it at Christmas dinner as well. They go, one of my main ones is Christmas dinner. Everybody knows it's the, just the thing I do. Oh, do you have a roast dinner any other time of the year? Oh, every Sunday. Who the fuck does that? Well, the wife does 51 weeks and I do, <laughs> I just do that one. That's great. That's, yeah. And <laughs> like, what, what's the wife supposed to do, though? So I'll just go, he's a fucking hero. He knows Christmas <laughs> Day. <laughs> Christmas Day and barbecues. I get that off and it's brilliant. I think. I also think it's really easy to fuck up. Like, oh, barbecues! Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, like I if you if you get like as soon as like uh, I don't know, like it gets flame licked and starts going yeah, yeah, all black, yeah. and or you could literally scarily do it underdone because it looks done. Yeah, inside it's nowhere near done. Yeah, it's a bit terrifying. And really, then it's uh, there's a lack of uh, imagination as well, isn't there? Lack of imagination. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's never going to be. Like the people, some people are really good at it, aren't they? Absolutely. Like, we've got friends who are really good at it. They're really yeah. into it, really good at it. And that's cool. And they're doing all sorts, like kebabs and fancy bits of chicken wings and all that good stuff. But a lot, for a lot of people, it literally still, for whatever reason, still means sausages and burgers, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's very British as well, just to have burnt shit in your garden. <laughs> <laughs> Come around to eat some burnt shit. And have, no, I don't want it. Um, and and I, I've been at people's houses where... You know, there's a select amount of people who are getting the really good stuff. I always think, fuck you. <laughs> you know, if they're like, oh, I bought eight sausages. There's like 40 people in the garden. They go, I bought eight sausages from the uh, rare yeah. uh, pork breeder. Around the corner. For me, uh, Big Jeff and Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So what are we eating? Oh, just frozen bollocks from Iceland. Oh, yeah. can't wait. Yeah, so I think we neither of us love barbecues. The exception is when you get someone who's really good at it. Weirdly, I, I did I did a barbecue yesterday um, because I've worked out the indirect heat thing now, which is so yeah. you put that basically mine's a trough barbecue, and the whole fire bit of it is the other end. And I cooked 
a shitload of stuff with the lid down yes. and the fire at the other end for half an hour rather than do the flamethrower at three minutes, yeah. right, which is mental. I must, admit, I, I must admit, it was, I only learned that that's thing as well uh, a couple of years ago, when it was really hot in 2020, I think, is when I f- yeah. fully understood what I was doing. Keep, yeah, the, uh, keep the direct heat off it, get mm-hmm. the lid down, cook it properly. Yeah, but, but for me, the ovens, so I might do, uh, I make this, what I claim now is the best spaghetti bolognese in the world, which is the uh, end rib that I cook for about four hours in the oven. And there is no way, unless you're insane, that a piece of meat that you did in a barbecue, it doesn't matter what you did with it, will be better than that. Because the control on the oven is so much better. The, yeah. Um, I, I, it just will never, we could, we all sit around <laughs> and pat you on the head but it's bollocks it's not true yeah it was the best sausage i ever had Does yeah that? don't be a fucking idiot yeah so yeah. right we did because we knew we were doing this and because we're in sync at the moment oh, yeah. I, I did ask people on our facebook group on topic podcast oh, on facebook facebook.com slash groups slash on topic podcast yes i'll just we'll just reel off a couple of these okay uh keith mutton vindaloo that was good. That was a good answer. It's a good answer. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think we've said before, like, if you get lamb from a takeaway, mm-hmm. it's mutton, isn't it? Generally speaking, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, most curries are mutton. Most people don't get them. Um, there's a sh- um, Sri Lankan mutton curry, which is yeah. uh, off the chart. Oh, and mutton biryani is the only biryani. Oh, fuck chicken, it's pointless. Yeah. Uh, Colin, cheese on toast. No. It's an Last interesting meal. one. Yeah, but Colin can't cook either. And Colin, who's a fan <laughs> of the show, doesn't eat garlic like in anything. Right. Well, it does limit your options, I suppose. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, Mark. You need to take him out into a field and go, look over there. And then just bang. That's the only thing you can do. Yeah. Not an Italian restaurant fan then. Um, no. Mark, ribeye chips. Ribeye chips. That's a classic in it. Peppercorn sauce, classic. I always think peppercorn sauce because I nearly wrote this on the thread, which is the peppercorn sauce for me is the sign of an idiot. <laughs> really? I, yeah, because it's such a like it's such a crap thing. I want to taste just the, the steak. That's 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 what I want to taste. Oh, I know what you mean. I don't want. The it's sauce. sort of gone out of fashion. What you might get now is um, in a little pot next to it, and it's optional. Yeah, and you can I've, just put I've, it to one I've side. I've seen that, that like great gravy boat thing. Yeah, but then tiny, I never, tiny one. Those people who send a steak back, uh, you are mad. You're they're definitely rubbing on their genitals. Never yeah, them, and don't expect it to be cooked exactly like you want it. Medium no. rare and all that. It'll, I, you, you'll, it'll come what, out, and you just what, have to... what are you saying for a steak if they said, "How would you like that cooked?" I do say medium rare, just to edge my bets. Yeah, I'm medium rare as well, but I will take it from anything from really rare to medium. I yeah, so would I. yeah, so would I. Yeah, so would I. I have actually been with a friend of mine used to always order billet steak and he always ordered it well done. Right. And I never made a comment on it until years later when he bought a, one of those Sauvignon, what are they called? The cook things. You boil oh, yeah. bag shit for out. He was like, it is the best steak in the world. And I said, what do you know about steaks? <laughs> and I said, I know how you eat a steak in a restaurant. He went, uh, yeah, I'm always I'm terrible for getting it just rare. And I was like, no, you're not. They, they must be kicking his steak around the kitchen when the waitress comes back and goes, yeah, and there's a fucking idiot on table three who's ordered a fillet steak. Well done. Oh, excellent. Uh, it's under the fridge. Yeah, it. although if that's how people want it, it's tricky that, isn't it? 
Yeah, Gordon Ramsay's famous. He'd kick people out for that. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. It's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is there because it—that's kind of sort of the inbuilt snobbery of food, isn't it? In a yeah. way, they might be wrong, but if that's what they like, yeah, yeah, tricky, I, I, isn't it? It is whatever. You, what I my wife always ordered cut steaks, well done, and then I stopped. Um, I uh, cooked two pieces of steak. One was well done, and one was medium rare. And then um, and she covered her eyes, and then um, she tasted it. And I asked her which one she yeah. preferred, and she preferred medium rare. And then from there on, yeah, never ordered well done again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, it, they are wrong, but I don't know. You sort of, you do I think it just they shouldn't offer. They shouldn't offer. Yeah, and don't be. A di- <laughs> I would say if that was at home, if my wife said, "Can I have it?" Well, of course you can. I don't care. That's fine. Uh, Ian says biryani, classic. Uh, Chris said corn beef sandwich. I think he said that because he knows I hate corn beef. I can't believe you don't like corned beef. It's garbage. It's beautiful. It you know, I think you're getting bogged down with how it's made, what it's made of. It tastes like shit as well. No, it tastes amazing. It does. When I was a kid, my, my stepmother used to make roast potato, not roast potato, baked potato day. Do you remember when there was a thing that you could bake a potato in the microwave? You can't. It tastes like shit. But that's what yeah, she yeah. did. She'd cook yeah. seven big potatoes in a, how the fuck do you, anyway, in a microwave. And then serve it with salad cream, which is disgusting jizz of a dead donkey. I don't know who's eating that. Salad cream, beetroot that's not pickled, it's just boiled, and um, corned beef. And I used to cut it into chunks, smash it all together, and basically swallow it with a sip of water to make sure it went down, because <laughs> I was going to be sick. Anyway, enjoy That's that. weird. I'm just looking, scrolling through now. There are three people that have actually said cheese on toast. So maybe we're underestimating it. It's nice. I mean, cheese on toast is it? There you go. That would be a classic for you to do. Do the American griddled cheese, where you kind of butter the outside of the bread and do it on a pan. That's your level, I think. It's nice. Uh, <laughs> I do it in the under the grill. Yeah, the Americans. The only thing they've ever got right about anything is griddled cheese. Okay. You just this, the um, obviously, there's the, the iconic '80s device as well, the toasty maker. I remember the toasty maker. The Breville. It was one of my favourite things to have as a kid as well, especially a bean breville banging. And the inside was like nuclear fusion. If you took a bite and it dribbled out, you could end up in casualty. Just scrolling through a few shouts for Donna Kebab. Shannon says the Donna Kebab. <laughs> I reckon I still know what mine is. I put well, go watch yours then. Go on in. Uh, it was, oh crap. No, I know what the, the, the main was um, Duck Three Ways, which is amazing if you're ever in a restaurant and it's on there. Oh, they want like, duck, get it? <laughs> what? Well, oh, the starter was um, fried halloumi with um, balsamic glaze and a salmon. Yeah. Right, just banging fried halloumi. Anyone can do that. It's the easiest thing in the world. Just dry it off, cover it with a bit, of, brush a bit of olive oil on it, and then cook it in a frying pan. Um, and the pudding is what I put was 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 was. I can't remember what it's called. I'm having my. Well, no one else has put starter on a pudding. Well, that's because they're idiots. But that's the meal. I was going for the last meal. I'm going to eat yeah. a starter, a middle, and an end. Creme brulee is what I picked as the last. And a creme brulee is the best pudding. And the reason that that's a good way of knowing if you're in a shit restaurant, if the creme brulee has a flavour. If you get to the bottom and desserts, and there's desserts, and it says banana creme brulee, the person who is in that kitchen... I'm smashed by dessert. ...is a fucking idiot. <laughs> You're a cheese man. You have the cheese plate, don't you? <laughs> I have to have been known to do that. I like a dessert. Desserts are right. great. I've got now... Mm-hmm. Um, 
interesting facts you should know about food. Go for it. Let's right. Go. It'd be interesting to know. It'll be interesting to see, because these know. will all be news to me. Right. But it'd be interesting to how many you already knew as okay. someone who's interested in food. Let's do it. Okay. Peaches and nectarines are essentially the same fruit. Yeah. You knew that? They're nearly genetically identical, except for one thing, a gene that's either dominantly peaks or recessive in nectarines. I yeah. suppose that makes sense. Yeah, lots of people thought that people, people uh, um, a common lie is that their uh, nectarine is a cross between a peach and a plum, and it's not. Right. McDonald's fries were cooked in beef fat until 1990. Yeah, they were only made with one type of potato as well, which is a large flat basically large potato long potato how the fries are so big and there's a conspiracy that they're not made of potato they are they're just made of a specific potato <laughs> i don't think it's that shocking that's beef fat originally because no, no one used to give a monkeys about all that chip shops still lard most 99 percent of chip and if shops, you're doing roast potatoes you, you'll often use like things like you know goose fat i'm goose not fat. a vegan so i don't care why yeah i'm not so surprised much. at that no um, i don't understand this next one glass gem corn exists what Oh, that's a type of sweet corn. Yeah, that's multicolored. Yeah, it is. It? Never heard of it. Mexican. Yeah. Uh, did you know fruit salad trees exist? No, I didn't. Oh, do you mean that they're different types? Yeah, you can because you can graft a branch into it. Yeah, so you can effectively in Australia, it's popular they do uh, in England, to grow they? six different types of fruit on one tree by yeah. so effectively. Yeah. It's got really popular grafting, especially plums and apples works really well together. Anything like that, there's certain things that they know what works and what doesn't now. You just graft a fruiting branch onto a, tr onto a tree or, or you know, more than one. German chocolate cake didn't originate in Germany. Where did it originate? Holland. Texas. Oh, how weird. Is that yeah. a bunt cake? I don't even really know what a, okay. a German chocolate cake is. The picture well, I, I, it just I, I, looks I, like a hot mess. I was going to joke and say that Sarah Lee Gatto is a German chocolate cake because it's made by Dowagbuds, which is Sarah Lee. On a similar note, the Hawaiian pizza didn't yeah, come from Hawaii. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it came from America. Like Canada, apparently. America. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Okay. I quite like Hawaiian pizza, and that makes everybody freak out. Okay. I think it works. I like, it's really I like controversial. Food. I like sweet and savoury. I, I like um, bacon pancakes with maple syrup is insanely good. I wouldn't choose an Hawaiian. Uh, no. But I, I would eat it if I had to. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel about it. Uh, do you know what spam is? Why spam is called spam? Uh, but it's, I know it's a conjunction, isn't it? Or something, whatever they're called. It's a, yeah, it's a mashup of words. Spice and ham. <laughs> spam. <laughs> Mm -mm. <laughs> I um I really like corned beef. I do not like spam. I so am, I'm not completely. I can't crazy. think of a time that I've ever eaten spam. Like you've not tried it. Thing. Um, spam fritter. Use. I've been fishing with friends who go who've been freshwater fishing. They use spam or accidentally catch themselves <laughs> <laughs> by eating their bait. Okay, bloody hell! That be a spam when they jump in. Uh, yeah, they're spoiling. The, I, I, yeah, I've never, I've never had spam in the house. I don't think. Can't no. be. Yeah. yeah, it's rubbish spam. <laughs> um, <laughs> number nine is interesting. This might trigger you a bit. Oh. Uh, most wasabi is just horseradish that's no, dyed it? green. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, but I it's not though, that. is it? Yeah. 
but wasabi is wasabi. Oh, well, I see what you this mean. This isn't wasabi. Most things that they are called wasabi are not, in fact, wasabi. They're horseradish. Most oranges are apples painted orange. <laughs> They're not oranges. <laughs> okay, it's an apple then. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a, that's I a think it's intrinsically a correct state statement, isn't it? Obviously, mo- most places will just do it like that, is what they mean. Yes. Oh, that's how you buy it. It's bought in those packets. It's, all, it's normally always horseradish. You can't tell you. Um, this is an interesting one. <laughs> I'm not sure how to take this. Uh, on Sesame Street, Cookie Monster's cookies are actually painted rice cakes. <laughs> I don't know why that's a food fact. I don't think that should be a food fact. Fact. On TV, some things aren't real. <laughs> yeah. It's just a puppet for a kickoff. Tubby, tubby so it should have been called Painted Rice Cake Monster. <laughs> tubby Custard is in fact just paint. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just slime. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh pineapples can take two to three years to grow. Yeah, crazy because you only get one per plant and they grow right on the top. Lots of people think that they they you'd they think they'd be really expensive. Before. They are well. It depends. Pink grapefruit, pink pineapple is incredibly expensive. Oh, is it because of that? Yeah, yeah. And pop. The thing is, you can grow a whole field of pineapples. And the other thing is, you get two crops. You cut it off, and then it grows. Do they grow in the tin? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, good. And in chunks, you can get the chunk variety and <laughs> yeah. the ring variety. It yeah. just depends. I was worried, wondering about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is one of the worst pineapple upside down cake. Whoever invented that? I mean, I think somebody just went. I uh, just fucked this up. Jordan. No. No, I don't. It's disgusting. It's wet. Oh, this is an interesting one. Mm. We might get struck off for this. <laughs> Too much nutmeg can get you high. I think I think the quantity would be inedible, <laughs> would be my guess. It's one of those stupid facts. Like, if you ground down 58,000 um, apple <laughs> yeah. seeds, it could be toxic. Apparently, it contains <laughs> myristicin, okay. a compound that has hallucinatory qualities. Righty-o. Do you remember that cinnamon challenge a few years ago? It was oh, made, me, yeah. made me laugh at how dumb people are. I, there's a great video of a radio personality who get he the challenge was to put a teaspoon in and he gets a tablespoon on yes. it and says straight down the barrel of the camera. Um a lot of lot of fucking idiots. He'd taken one teaspoon. I'm not even gonna mess around. I'm gonna do a tablespoon. I'm just gonna put it in and swallow. Like anybody who knows anything, I mean if it was just powder you would go that's impossible yeah and, then, and he just near chokes to death on cinnamon yeah i've never done the cinnamon challenge i have no interest in doing it have you done the um uh cream crackers one yes but i remember doing it as a kid you as know, a kid it yeah. was a world record like you can eat five in them now, do you remember we were in a bar um that's pretty uh, amazing that how that works though do you remember our friend Chris BJ? He, we were in. That's not a weird. Thing. It's not his nickname. I um, never we guess were... how he got that nickname. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a Christmas party. We were in the um, uh, bar with him, and he'd got Naga chili paste, like the hottest one on earth. Yeah. And he gave me a bit on a card, and uh, I, I'm not. I, I don't mind a bit of heat. And the people, some people are nuts, and I couldn't speak for like half an hour. It is that is ridiculous. It's not the one chip challenge. You're going to die from one lick of Naga chili paste. Yeah, no. Oh, all that spice stuff's insane. I, I, I just, I don't understand why you'd ruin your day as well. The people who eat Vindaloo's, like those ridiculous, and you can't, yeah, that's just nuts. I, I, I'm yeah. not interested in that. No, that's weird. That is, I, I don't get that. 
have you ever met anybody who's uh, my friend ped his basically chili just doesn't register with him he, i think he's genetically, yeah so he will eat so you could had, have a vindaloo no problem oh he wouldn't even feel it i've seen him um thai bird's eye chilies uh you normally put about if i put four in your dinner you ain't gonna feel it it's hot it's fairly hot i've seen him take about 20 or 30 of them chop them up a uh, bit of lime juice over the top cashew nuts salt mix it all up and that's his like evening snack i touched it with any of my finger touched my face um uh, yeah and it just burnt my lip it is ridiculous it doesn't no. have that thing i've got i've got friends that seem to sort of force it down themselves but not that no, not that they're impervious to it. No, I've got. I had a few people who thought they were impervious because back in the day when we were all smokers, they all yeah. smoked vindaloos and they stopped smoking and they yeah. all, they always order and they couldn't breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you you've got you've only got half your taste if you're a smoker. Yeah. <laughs> um, peppers have more vitamin C than oranges. Say what? Yeah, by weight. <laughs> so it's one of those stupid things okay. it's like you know when they say tea has got more caffeine than coffee that's true by weight but ah. you can't you use less tea so it doesn't make it, it bollocks because you use more coffee lemons float but limes sink how useful would that be to anybody <laughs> tell you what a blind person would if you had one of those multi-fruit orchards it'd be a great way to separate them yeah if you were blind <laughs> So you'd have to come in and go and float one. It's a lime, and then walk off with it. That is a really weird fact. Okay, then, Master Chef. What's the name for a single spaghetti noodle? Oh, well, so spaghetti is plural. Uh huh. Is it? So I'm going to say a spag. <laughs> it's a spaghetto. A spaghetto. Fair enough. <laughs> that will never come up ever again. Well, it'd be very handy if someone's not very hungry. I could eat. I could eat. Maybe one spaghetto. Oh, sorry. Just bring me spaghetto. And then go get it. I've got a list of the most popular. I'm going to go with what... <laughs> I, I've, right, I've let's ch- rattle through it then. I'm going to rattle through it because it's just going to be a yes and a no. Right. <laughs> what could... Because I, I this is... Out of 20, how many of these can Richard cook? Like, if Oh, Richard, great. Okay. That's 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 my guess. Not, so not warm up. Not warm up. I mean, from scratch. Mm-hmm. Right. Because uh, there are some in here that you will do. Um, and say there's a couple that you uh, would be ridiculous to do. And uh, okay, <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> this is the top. Mo- this is the top twenty most popular dishes in the UK as found by the Independent. So that's what I'm going to fall on. That's my source. Roast dinner. I mean, yeah. I can. Well, I can warm up all the elements. Oh yeah, you did do a roast dinner. You, yeah. you did a Christmas dinner, didn't you? What so. I did. What here's a little tip. Um, just get one that's already like straight to oven, you know, like where they've already like splayed the chicken and put oh, it like in a foil tray. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's Bosh. not bad. I, I, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Aunt Bessie's all the rest. <laughs> Fisto. I will give you a. This is cheap. So. <laughs> Fish and chips. Right. I'm going to count it as frozen. Right. You can do that because that'd be bollocks. Yeah, but no, I couldn't batter and cook no, a fish. But you would cook that. Deep fat fry and all that. Could you make a pizza? No. Spaghetti bolognese without a jar? Yeah, I could okay. do, but I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd get a jar. Steak and, chi- steak and chips? Yeah, I can do that, actually. We used to make our own chips. Oh, that's good. Uh, lasagna? 
I can't, but my wife, my wife makes lasagna from scratch. Oh, although she uses pasta sheets, she's not. No, that's fine. Right. She's not going to make it. That <laughs> that would be the level. That's fine. Um, chicken curry. Uh, Without a jar. Not really, because not really. There's a sp- the old spice rack problem in it. I've got some masala powder. You've got you've got white guys spice rack, haven't you? Salt, <laughs> pepper. Yeah, I've got one that just says fajita powder. Surely that I should have a proper name. That has got a proper name. All spice. That's not the same thing. That I think that's deodorant. That all spice is one berry. It's called the all spice berry. Right. I don't know, but yeah, I've got a few yeah, of them, but not enough to definitely Jamaican. make a curry. <laughs> Sausage and mash. Yeah. Easy. Shepherd's pie. Yeah. Chili con carne without the Schwartz packet. Mm, well, I could. It wouldn't be as good. <laughs> it wouldn't be as good as uh, Co- old cottage. El Paso or something. I, we're going to wang through these because this is easier. Cottage pie is the shepherd's pie with beef in it instead. Yeah. We already know you're a fajita madman. You've got the spices. Yeah, yeah. Well, what you get is uh, you get the pack, old El Paso, yeah, fajita kit. It's really terrible. <laughs> it tastes like shit. Um Pass the bake. Yeah. Oh, no, right. that's a jar. Yeah, I knew you were going to say the jar. No, definitely not then. Stir fry. How do you make that orange sauce? <laughs> Unbelievable. Stir fry. You could do what, that. What's a stir a hot, fry? Hot pan. Stir fry, wow. what do you need? You need some noodles, bean sheets. Carrots. I tell you what, if you go to Morrison's, you can get <laughs> stir fry bag. The, the three things. Yeah, the bag that's all chopped and everything. Straight I know. I've got a little pe- sachet. Yeah. Bosch. I don't like peppers, so I never. And then I, what I do, a little extra twist, I get extra bean sprouts, which you don't like. I like bean sprouts. All right, extra bean sprouts and the noodle things, straight yeah, to what noodles. noodle? <laughs> They're so slimy. I don't know any meats then. Um, uh, well, burgers. Yeah, but stir fries are slimy. <laughs> Could you make? That's a... how you add the slime. <laughs> Could you make a burger? No, tried. <laughs> I tried and tried and failed once. Steak. You get the bit. You get the beef. Yeah. Yeah. And you get uh, a bit of salt, a bit of flour. No. No. Well, yeah, that's flour. probably where I went wrong. And then you mash it into a burger shape <laughs> do, and then you stick that. it in the old oven. Did it salt so pepper, what do you put in? Salt pepper? I, I just, we do want to do, sweat down some onions for like 10 minutes, very finely chopped. Um, let that cool. What have they pepper. got to do with it? You mix them in with the burger meat. Salt, pepper, a little <sighs> bit of paprika. <laughs> you need a fat content. Anybody? You McDonald's can't could have delivered in that time. But eight minutes, I'm just saying. You can't saying. make it with lean mints. There's all those bollocks that people... It's funny. I think very good that people buy lean mints. People don't eat a tube of Well, same with sausages, because you need a certain fat content. They have rusk in them, which lots of people, you need it. Exactly, you need it in there yeah. to give it structure. But people don't do that. Then they buy... Sausages, I wonder whether they taste of anything. They're supposed to What's be. What's on the lip? What else? What else? Okay. Uh, I can do a carbonara. Pie. Steak pie. Oh, that's quite good, actually. It was not very really good. Steak pie. Could you make a pie? No. Casserole. That's easy. Mm, I don't like in... casserole. <laughs> I don't either, but you just put all the shit in a pan. And put what about dumpling? In. Don't you need to have dumplings for it to be legit? It doesn't say that. I, I mean, what even is that? What, what is, yeah, what is that? Do it, flour, salt, pepper. It's not really a lot of stuff in it. It's pretty easy. Um, jacket it? potato. No. We're getting to your level. I mean, yeah, I can put a potato in an oven. That is literally <laughs> all you need to do. And twenty is mac- macaroni cheese. Mm. Could you do it from scratch and make a roux? Sarah makes um, 
cauliflower cheese from scratch. Very good. I'm so presumably that's the same. Barely something, just like part cooked macaroni and chuck Yeah. So she could show me how to do that. She could. Do you know what? I used barely any of the script that I wrote. <laughs> and it was still funny as shit. So I think it was really good. I, I, um, I, we were basically nearly out of time. Yeah, we've um, gone long. I was trying to think what the oh, no, most difficult thing I ever cook is a hollandaise sauce. Is the most what would be the thing you cook someone to impress them to show that you're great at cooking? Uh, that's quite uh, easy. I would... It would probably be a pudding. Um, oh, I know what it would be. A New York cheesecake. Mm. Nobody makes New York cheesecake better than I do. Yeah. And I mean that. I don't even, not even like, I don't even care. I've never, ever, no one's ever had cheesecake at ours and uh, not told me it's the best. Yeah, I'd probably make them a Greek salad. <laughs> <laughs> my wife would make that. That's exactly. My wife makes um, four meals. Two, two minutes, bosh. One knife, no pan. <laughs> My wife likes to make meals that are basically the same thing with different components, but she does make cheese, uh, mac and cheese, um, but spaghetti bolognese and she makes lasagna, which are basically the same thing, really. Let's what is that white sauce? Uh, you just make a roux of white sauce. It's flour, butter and uh, milk, really. Have you ever been that. tempted to go on one of these cooking things? No, because like, you have to be a, you have Master to be chef. totally unself-aware, don't you? You have to be a bell end. That's what they want you to. I had, I had a friend of mine try out for X Factor once, and he's quite a good singer, and he went to the audition, but he didn't have the element. You know, he didn't have that. I am totally unself-aware, and I am a bell end. So fa- failed the. I think you'd have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, and on that bombshell. Don't forget to join the Facebook group, which is called the On Topic Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Go on to uh, TikTok if you want. Rate and the pod on your ra- app. However, do that, that now. Is, do that now. Give it a thumbs up or give it a five stars, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, if you want to email us about anything else that you think is wrong or whatever, it is the On Topic Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Brilliant. Thank you for listening again. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Where we are talking about famine. Oh. <laughs> no, the On Topic Podcast. Bye. Bye.